Hello and welcome back to the In and Around Betting Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and joining me this week, like every Friday, it's Mr. Henry Hodgson. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Good good week? Yeah, not too... Well, betting-wise, <laughs> it could have gone better, but yeah, not bad. Thanks, mate. Yeah, we were both one for four last week, but before we delve into, into all of that... Um, as you know, this podcast for over 18s only. So if you're, if you're under 18, please switch off because we do talk about betting. Um, and if you're going to have a bet this weekend, please gamble responsibly. Um, and for all the risks attached to gambling, make sure you visit the begamblerware.org website um, for all of that good stuff. You can read a lot, on, lot of um, stuff on there. There's some help and support and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, on to last weekend. I was one out of four and Henry was also one out of four. Um, both our winners in League Two, flawless in League Two. Some might call us experts in League Two. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Hodgson back Tranmere, who won 3-1 against Port Vale, uh, who one of us is going to back again this week. And I won w- with Newport, who went down to 10 men in the first half against Grimsby and still managed I know. to win from, it was nil nil at the time where, when they got the guy sent off and they still managed to win despite yeah, big Newport, big, big up Newport, despite uh, Grimsby, I think having 74% possession in that game. Really? <laughs> so, so, so we managed to win quite a fortunate one there. Um, my losers, West Ham didn't beat Fulham. That was a nil nil draw. Uh, unfortunately, we obviously had that Suchek red card, which was a little bit controversial in that game. Yeah, it was, yeah. Which I believe has been overturned now. So that's... It has. Uh, Mike Dean's had a bit of a backlash towards... Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a great decision, but I don't condone the backlash, obviously. (laughs) Not at all. Uh, QPR and Blackburn was one apiece, so Blackburn let me down there. And then... I knew Sunderland were going to let me down and MK Dons were going to cost me more money this season. So that was a 2-2 draw. Uh, hey, speaking of MK Dons, they won 4-1 the other night. Well, this is what we've been talking <laughs> about, to be honest. It's starting to happen. We've, we've been waiting for it and now we don't want to back them. Oh, no. Nah, we're still not backing them. <laughs> uh, for Hodgson, Villa took the three points uh, against Arsenal, which meant that that draw selection uh, was a loser. In the championship, Luton and Huddersfield was 1-1, which also featured a red card. Bit of a theme for our games I know. Uh, last weekend. And then a five-goal five thriller uh, ended up 3-2 to Doncaster in League One. So that was also yeah, what a not, game that was, by the way. A draw, but a hell of a game. game. I think Doncaster were 3-0 up in that one. So Oxford did well to, to get yeah, back into did, it. Yeah. Um, definitely, that would have been one to watch. Uh, and we might discuss a little bit about Doncaster later in the show. But first, as always, League Two. What have you got, Hodge? On Forest Green to beat Barrow this week. Um, 17 to 20. Pretty strong pick this week. Um, Forest Green coming to this game and being in the last three, hoping to elaborate on their 2 1 win uh, to Carlisle. Uh, Mark Cooper is sport for choice. They've got no injury concerns this weekend, which puts them in a good position. Barrow, on the other hand, you know they've accumulated two successive losses and they're, they're struggling to find the net. Um, in their last five games, 
there's an average of 1.83 goals scored between them and their opponents. So, wow. Yeah, not not great. That is um, not good. So, they, to be fair, they, they might show a bit of resilience, um, but the form that Forest Green are in, I, I can't see them not scoring. So, it's yes. got the potential to be quite a tight encounter, but um, I think... Forest Green have got the, the firepower to secure three points on Saturday. And that's why it's my nap. Yeah, so an early, early nap from Hodgson. Yeah, this, first, is, this is my nap. First pick of the week. It's his strongest selection. Uh, and when you look at the table, you can see why this is second against 22nd in League Two. Well, the League Two experts, Mike. Well, yeah. You, yeah, let's hope we can land another couple <laughs> and we'll really start making a name for ourselves. <laughs> uh, yeah, Forest Green, to be fair. Last time out beat Carlisle, who are one of the better sides, in my opinion, in this division. So that's a, that's a really good result to come into this one. As Henry was saying, Barrow in pretty desperate form. Uh, only two points above Grimsby and on the same points as South End. So it's, it's pretty dire stuff down there uh, at the moment. My pick and lead to, we're going back to Tranmere again. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm kind of returning to a winning formula. I, I bet against Grimsby last week, they, they couldn't beat the 10 men of Newport. So hopefully this week against 11 men of Tranmere, they're going to have a similar problem. Um, Tranmere recently have been absolutely flying in League Two. They had won their, well, they'd won five straight before they lost to Stevenage last, last time out, which is a little bit of a concern because Stevenage are pretty awful. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, to be honest with you. Not sure what happened there, but they're they're up to fourth in League Two and I'm expecting them to bounce back here against a Grimsby side that, as as I mentioned last week, they're still in a dire situation on and off the field. They showed some signs against Newport being a little better, but still couldn't get a result against 10 men. And that's that's a big concern. So Tranmere at six to five, I think offers pretty good value. And hopefully we can continue our our League Two form. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I think we've got a good chance with this one. I do like both our selections, but we kind of say that every week. So. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why we picked them. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So we'll see how we go. But up into League One, where have you gone in League One? I've gone Portsmouth to beat Crew. 13 to 10, which I thought was quite a decent price for Portsmouth, to be honest with you. Um, they're heading into the clash on the back of a 2-0 victory against Swindon. Swindon, we know. We've said on the pod many times aren't great, but um, you know, Portsmouth for showing signs of real attacking prowess. Um, you know, scoring eleven in the last six games, um, and they've not actually lost the crew away from home in their last three fixtures between the pair. So they're coming into the game, you know, looking like they might carry on. To be honest with you, crew. Very up and down of late. They failed to score in the last five, the last six games. Um, and during this spell, they conceded 10. <laughs> so um, I, I can't really see it going any other way, but a Portsmouth win. Crew lost 4-1 to Gillingham two weeks ago. I know. Gillingham. I mean, thir- 13 to 10, it's, it's good value. This was close to being my nap. But um, yeah, I, th- I think Forest Green... Yeah, to be fair, personally, I think uh, Portsmouth one of the best sides in in League One. They're in fourth, crew are tenth. So just by the league position, you can tell who is likely to be the better team. 
Um, crew, obviously a young side with lots of academy graduates down there. And as Henry said, their form recently has been pretty up and down. Yeah. So. Yeah, they haven't really got, been able to get anything going, really. Just fluctuated a lot. Yeah, two draws, two defeats and a win in their last five in the league. So yeah. pretty much says it all about crew at the moment. Uh, for my selection, it's quite an interesting one, this. Not one I usually do, but uh, Burton to beat Northampton, which is 13-7 to 7 best price. Um, yeah, these are the bottom two in League One. I think I did this in League Two a few weeks ago, actually, where I picked the bottom side to beat the side above them. Um, Burton have played three games in the league since Jimmy Floyd Hasselbrank. Oh, no four games in the league, sorry, since uh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank took charge. They've won two of them, lost two of them, um, which if you'd seen their form before is actually an improvement, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, they're in a bit better form. They've remembered how to win games, which is always nice. Uh, and they they face a Northampton side who haven't won in their last uh, four, their last five in the league, sorry, and actually lost to Wigan last time out, who are really poor league one side. Um, so I think Burton are going to cl- close the gap on the side above them here uh, I, th- to be honest I think they're the ones on the up whereas Northampton are going the other way um, and I think yeah at almost 2-1 to one, it's not, oh, a mate, bad, not a bad little I, price I think it's a really good price I mean Burton like you say in great form Northampton a real shaky team You'd, you'd never know what to expect with Northampton, to be honest with you. I tend to avoid them in the markets. Um, Definitely. So, and the, the fact that Jimmy's brought a bit of life into the squad, I think they've got a great chance. Yeah, Northampton have only scored one goal in their last five league games. That's what um, I mean. And their, their top scorers have, have three goals. Three goals. Three goals. They're starved of goals. Oh, my word. They're, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> they're, they're the lowest scorers in the league uh, by, in fact, quite a margin. <laughs> Good stick, um, Harris, didn't there? You might get some goals as well. I mean, eh? Well, yeah, the ball might hit him and go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible Northampton team and I'm hoping that Jimmy can relight the Burton fire, get him over the line here for a nice yeah. little 13-7 to seven win. Um, yeah, I like that. We normally do the naps at the end, but Henry's mentioned his. That one is my nap. I just think the price uh, is too good to turn down at almost two to one. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, good find that one. I like, I like it. Yeah. Uh, up into the championship, Dave's favourite division. Incidentally, just quickly, he's just released an article on, on his beloved blues. Uh, if you want to go shit on blues for five That's minutes. That's the violin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, need, you might need a violin. <laughs> It's, it's quite a good read, actually, him just slating uh, Birmingham City. So if you're interested in that, it's on the inaroundmedia.com website. Uh, but yeah, where, where have you gone in the championship, Hodge? Gone Cardiff to beat Coventry at 21-20. Cardiff are going into this game hoping to make it a third successive win. Um, and they secured a really good win against Rotherham last week. Um, pretty impressive win, actually. Um, their opponents this weekend... Um, in Coventry have really struggled historically going head to head Coventry haven't actually won in the last four matches between the two and to pile on the misery Coventry City's forwards have starved of goals much like Northampton um, just scoring 
four in their last six games. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Causing them to, you know, I think away from home in their last two games, they've not won. So on the day, I think Cardiff will edge it, um, give the Bluebirds another three points. I'm just looking at the uh, the home away splits in the championship and Coventry is second bottom away from home. Yeah. Um, in the league, they clearly don't travel very well at all. Um, so they're taking on a Cardiff side who are also, funny enough, not that great at home. But you'd expect them to come out on top here. They're definitely the better championship side. Yeah, but above even odds as well, I think it's it's a good shout. Yeah, better than even money is definitely nice here. Uh, I've gone with a familiar familiar theme again in the championship. I'm back in the Mighty Swans again. Yeah, the Mighty Swans. The Mighty Swans. Uh, again, we can get just over even money at 11 to 10 for them to be Sheffield Wednesday. Um, Swansea, as I've said many times in this column, on the column and on the podcast, are a, a really good championship side. I'm going to keep banging the Graham Cooper drum until everyone agrees. <laughs> um, they travel up north to Sheffield off the back of some really good form. They've won four of their last five in the league, uh, including impressive wins over Norwich and Watford. Obviously, they're two of the relegated teams from the Prem last year. Um, and they've also drawn against league leaders Brentford in their last five. So they've had a tough run of games and come out really the better, all the better for it. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, meanwhile, sit 23rd. They've got 28 points from their 28 games. But that obviously doesn't tell the full story about Sheffield Wednesday. They originally had a 12-point deduction, which got cut in half to six. Uh, Tony Pulis has obviously left. So now they're, they're under caretaker charge at the moment and actually in, in fairly good form um, compared to the rest of their season. Um, since the caretaker boss has come in, winning three of their last four, including a win against uh, Bournemouth on February, uh, just over a week ago. Yeah. However, I think Swansea are just a, a class above the Sheffield Wednesday team. And I think, I think they're, they're arguably the best team in the league, to be honest, yeah, when you watch de- them. They're definitely, uh, definitely one of the best teams in the league, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they played Brentford, us in midweek. Yeah, they played us in midweek and they, they, they're quite good, to be honest with you. They weren't bad. Yeah, and, and we know how good this City team are. That's what I mean, we're flying at the moment. So 3-1, not a bad scoreline at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not an embarrassing result whatsoever. They can, they can definitely take heart from that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think they should hopefully <laughs> fairly comfortably swat aside the Sheffield Wednesday's side. Oh, I, f- I forgot to mention, I'll mention Doncaster at the end, actually, as we move up into the Premier League. Uh, where have you gone, Hodge? I noticed that it's another I've got, draw selection. I've got to get my draw in somewhere, haven't I? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's the Premier League this week. Um, like last week, actually. Filler again. To draw. Yeah, it is. It's filler again. <sighs> Will was talking to me saying Villa don't draw much, but I've said they will this week. Um, and I think they'll do it against Brighton at 23 to 10. Um, both teams in pretty similar form, actually. Um, last week, Villa narrowly beat Arsenal. I think Arsenal, I think it's fair to say they should have equalised. Uh, they've piled on the pressure in the last 20 minutes. Um 
But yeah, the the Brighton side that Villa will face, they've only conceded three in the last six games. Um, and they're looking to bounce back from a 1-0 loss to Leicester, which isn't a bad result to Leicester, to be honest with you, the form they've been in. Um, head-to-head, Villa and Brighton have seen three draws. Um, um, and the most recent, Brighton just edged it on the day, I think, securing a 2-1 win. So, not a whitewash, pretty close Pretty Tight close affairs. game. And I think due to the similar form, um, I think they're both gonna find the net. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a one one draw. One one draw. Wonder what the odds one, one are. On <laughs> but obviously the bet's just a draw at twenty three to ten. Yeah, gone a little bit safer at least. Yeah, twenty three to ten though, still well over two to one, which is very tidy indeed. Uh I have gone Everton to beat Fulham. Uh, I'm I'm picking the home side to to win this weekend at Goodison. Everton have started to turn what 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 was looking quite a worrying spell of form uh, as of recent. They've started to turn that around. Uh, obviously, they lost two nil to Newcastle. I mean, you're really hitting the lowest of the low there. But since then, they've gone gone to Leeds and won, and then went to Old Trafford, uh, and obviously got that late equaliser. The main I mean, the good thing about that is that Calvert-Lewin started scoring again. Richarlison got a couple in the cup in the week. So their forward players who they rely on for creativity and goals are starting to fire again. Um, is he injured? Did he get injured in the uh, cup tie who's last that? night? Calvert-Lewin. Did I he? remember, yeah, well, he went off, didn't he? And I remember oh, no. after the game, Ancelotti was talking to him and he was... Holding his right leg, so I don't know. Oh no, hamstring injury, disaster. Potentially, he's but, gone uh, for a he's got he's going for a scan. Okay, well we'll have to see what happens there. That that would be a bit of a concern, but I still think they've got enough. Even if is Cenk Tosin still even there? Who knows? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's garbage. He is terrible. <laughs> I, I still think they beat this Fulham side who. As much as they're yeah. playing better, they're still just not getting results. And I, I, I watched them in the second half against just an awful West Brom team, and they were second best against them. So, yeah, if you if you're second best against West Brom, I, I don't know what to tell you. But hopefully, you're going to lose this weekend. That's that's Everton to beat Fulham at ten to eleven. Is my Premier League selection. Um, there was one I just wanted to flag up, as mentioned, which is Doncaster to beat Sunderland in League One. Yeah. I'd, uh, me and Hodgson were talking before this and we, we neither of us have found a reason. If anyone can let us know why Doncaster are almost three to one to win away at Sunderland, that'd be great because I, I can't work it out. I think this fixture has proven that the, uh, you know, the, the bookies back Sunderland just because of their history, really, how big the club is, I think. Yeah, the Doncaster, punters definitely lost Doncaster Sunderland. Are flying. Well, yeah. They beat Oxford 3-2. And Lincoln the game before, who were exactly. also one of the one of the top sides in League One. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about Three that. Three to one almost. That's uh if if there is a COVID outbreak or something that we haven't seen, please let us know on Twitter. That's uh, at in and around pod. Um you can read all of what we've just discussed on the weekly column, which will be out. Uh, when this podcast is out as well. That's also on the website, uh, which I mentioned earlier in the roundmedia.com. But if we just quickly go over our selections again, Hodge, so 
from League Two upwards? Who have you got? Yep, so I've gone Forest Green to beat Barrow 17 to 20. That's my nap for this week. Uh, League One, I've gone Portsmouth to beat Crew at 13 to 10. Um, in the Championship, I've gone Cardiff to beat Coventry at 21 to 10. Sorry, 21 to 20. Um, and in the Premier League, I've gone Brighton to draw with Villa at 23 to 10. Very nice. Do like the uh, the draw selection as well. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be one got a week. To, got to be. <laughs> in League Two, I've got Tranmere to beat Grimsby at six to five. League One, this is my nap. Burton to beat Northampton at thirteen to seven. In the Championship, the Mighty Swans to beat Sheffield Wednesday at eleven to ten. And then in the Prem, a Calvin, a Calvert Lewinless Everton to beat Fulham at ten to eleven. Uh, as always, good luck if you get on with our selections or any of your own. Um, and if you do get any winners, make sure you tweet them to at in the round pod on Twitter. We'd love to see them. Uh, but I think that will just about do it for this week. So thank you as always for yeah. listening. Thanks a lot, Hodge. Appreciate it. Yeah, cheers for that, Mike. Nice one. And we will see you all next Friday. Take it easy. Yeah, good luck, guys. Cheers. <laughs>